Yo, what is going on, everybody? It's your boy, Marshall, live, and I am live. You guys, holy smokes, it has been, uh, I'm just like in a flashback. It's been a freaking minute uh, since I've done that. I, I was uh, checking right before I hopped on to uh, record this uh, episode. Uh, when is the last time I actually went live on social media? And it was actually August 12th. Today is February 2nd. Okay, so it has been a, a very long time, but uh, I wanted to go live today because I'm celebrating some pretty exciting news that uh, I, for me, Marshall Gillen, at the age of 37, uh, for me to say that I've accomplished this is just kind of crazy. It's just, it's like, I can't even believe it. And today I am celebrating 365 days or one year uh, sober. Sober from uh, drinking booze and doing the blow cane, uh, your boy had a little bit of a problem. And so, uh, to be honest with you guys, you know, recording this video and sharing this story real quick, um, it's been really tough for me. I was going to do this earlier in the day and I've been putting it off and putting it off and putting it off. And I don't know why. It's, uh, I, I've been through a lot uh, the last uh, year, last three years specifically, but um, the last year, uh, sobriety has been uh, a journey. And for those of you who don't know, uh, I'm also a bartender. I, I stepped away from coaching and speaking literally after uh, I thought that 2019 was going to be my first million dollar year in business. Uh, I was a speaker trainer uh, and a speaker. And uh, I built this giant successful business and everything on the surface was amazing. And I was traveling the world, speaking on stage. And I was changing lives and getting dozens and dozens and dozens of video testimonials of people saying, yo, you saved my life or you've helped me accomplish this or you saved my marriage or I'm better with my kids, right? All these unbelievably amazing things. And I was the most unhappy I'd ever been. But at the time, I was also the most destructive and damaged I'd ever been because it was the height of my addiction. Uh, as I was like preaching and traveling the world, I was actually, you know, hiding my own pain and not even hiding it, just not even fully aware of it, just trying to escape the pain, the constant void. And uh, my thing was to to drink alcohol, which, uh, which I know now looking back and through the last year of sobriety that I used alcohol as permission uh, to allow me to use cocaine, which is like... It, Look, I'm not here to judge whatever, dude. Everybody should live their life. And I'm not telling you guys right now that you need to go get sober. Some people, like my girlfriend, can handle a drink or two and be fine. Do three drinks and be fine. I have one drink and there's a mechanism inside of me that is just like this, this feeling in, in, my, in, my, in my stomach, in my soul that's like, what's next, what's next, what's next? And it, it just exacerbates this anxiety that, you know, has been my blueprint for a long time. And so, you know, when I would drink, uh, I would just get this urge to use, to go, to go use. And so, um, a year ago, uh, by by totally random, I was in a bar uh, and I had met. I started getting talking to this bartender, and uh, we kind of hit it off. And her and I, uh, you know, kind of started seeing each other a little bit. And this bartender at the time was sober, and I was like, "Well, I'm not going to make you be sober by yourself. Like, I, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll be sober with you." And, and one day turned into nine days, and nine days turned into thirty days, and all of a sudden, I started realizing how much better I was feeling. You know, I started realizing I didn't have this urge to use drugs, and so. At the bar, as a bartender, a lot of people ask me, well, why did you get sober? And that's why, dude. It's like, 
yes, I had this, this, I reached this material success in this Western society's like way of viewing it. Like I reached this pinnacle of success, made my clients like nine figures, right? Like we were bebopping, man. Things were rolling. Like what in the fuck was the problem, right? Like why did I self-destruct? And and it's because I built this thing. There was no foundation. The foundation was built on wanting to prove everybody wrong and trying to feel validated, trying to earn respect, trying to show everybody that I believe long here, right? All the while inside feeling unworthy and inferior to the circles and the people I was hanging out with constantly thinking, oh, they've got to be judging me. They've got to be on to me, this imposter syndrome. And then finally in 2019, I said, fuck it, burnt the whole thing down very publicly, went through a very public breakup uh, and all these terrible things. And uh, for the last three years, it just kind of felt like I was on this journey lost in the woods, finding myself. And so a year ago today, I decided uh, to to get sober. Uh, me and that girl, we didn't work out. But it's interesting because n- that connection not only got me sober, but it led me to my girlfriend now and the amazing family uh, that I have. And and I got to be honest with you, you know, getting sober is a is a bunch of things. Uh, it's meant a bunch of things to me. However, the reason I've been able to get sober. It's like zero degrees in Montana and I'm at hockey practice with my son right now and I got to get over there. So I want to make this quick, but like I said, I've been putting this off and I don't want to put it off any further. So listen, if you're watching this live or if you're watching this on replay, give me a like, give me a love. If there's something that you've been procrastinating, putting off, right? And after this live, after you watch this video, you're going to do whatever your thing is too because I'm fucking here doing it. So you got to do it too now, okay? Whatever that thing is. So, um... For me, it's just like, dude, I, I just wanted to be able to take my life to the next level. I wanted to be able to take my life to find more meaning, a deeper connection, to refine the passion to why I got into coaching, why I got into speaking, why I got into helping people before it got lost into making the money and judging myself and feeling like I didn't belong and the imposter syndrome, like in the struggling, like I finally had to pull the plug and get real with myself and be like, bro, you've got a problem and you need to get to the root of it. Now, here's what I discovered during sobriety because the people ask me, why did I get sober? But then they ask me, has it been hard? What's been the hardest thing? And so listen, sobriety, Sobriety is different for everybody, man, right? It's different for everybody. Sobriety is your own thing. It's like fitness. I've been, I'm a big fitness guy. My first business way back in the day well, was actually a bartending business, but after that was a personal training business. And I used to tell my, my clients, dude, fitness is a journey and your journey is different than everybody's. And so we've all got to remember that, 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 that reigns true in micro and macrocosms of, of life in every aspect of life. And so sobriety is no different. And so I started off when I got sober for the first like two months, I went to meetings and uh, there's a lot of really hurt, broken people in AA um, and the curriculum they teach is garbage. Uh, they, they just, they, I'm sorry, it is, man. That's like this constant reinforcement of labeling you. You're an addict, you're an addict and you can't help it and you'll never change. And I'm like, have no, has nobody ever fucking heard of personal growth? Has anybody ever heard of personal development? Does anybody here know the difference between a fixed mindset and a growth mindset? And so what I really f- realized quickly is that I was like, damn, like there's a lot of people that need some help that one, because it's like, what does an addict look like? Nobody would have guessed that me traveling the world, making the money and having the girl and doing the things was like, an addict, but I was, I was a cokehead, right? And so those people need help or it's like the people that are severely addicts like that where there's nowhere to go, like they need help. And so why it's important for me to make these videos and to make these shows and they record these episodes of the Marshall Live Show, the Marshall Gillen Show is because 
Listen, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing always, okay? I've invested over a quarter of a million dollars in the last six years in my personal development and my business mastery. I took a step back over the last three years to really get right in my soul. What was it that was not filling the void? And so now in this comeback to be here and to be able to share these experiences, it's not because I'm trying to fucking be some guru or some fucking dude that's like, oh, bro, you got like, I, listen, you got to find whatever, take whatever fits, whatever applies and leave the rest, okay? And so on my journey of sobriety, the reason, again, I had to get sober is because I wanted, to, I wanted to be better. I wanted to set a better example. I wanted to be the person that somebody could look to as no excuses because they did it. I can do it too. Now, again, I don't do that because like, I don't know why. That's just how God wired me. It's in my blood. I can't not do it. And so in this journey and sharing this story, for me, people are like, well, is it hard? The hardest thing about sobriety is once you give up your bad habit, you need to replace it with a good habit. Okay, this is personal development 101. Take off your take a bad habit, replace it with a good habit, and you just double time, you just doubled, you just doubled up, you know? You, you got double double done in less time because you've now flip-flopped. It's a paradigm shift, you see? And my old paradigm was that I'm never going to be good enough, and so because I'm never going to be good enough, I'm never going to be loved. My paradigm was I better use drugs so I can distract myself from that feeling. Now I didn't realize at the time that cocaine was actually a way for me to be present. It was a way for me to shut everything down and just be right now, constantly clucking, clucking, clucking. And so I would use alcohol all the time, not because I was like, oh fuck, I need to drink. I'd just be like, I know what happens. I know if I go to the bar and have lunch and have a lunch beer, I can hit my guy up and um, you know go buy a bag. And it was just too easy. And all of a sudden it became something that was this limiter that was this glaring void inside of me. And so it has been being sober hard. It has been. Now, the biggest thing for me, and I got off subject here a second ago, and I want to touch on this because it's so it's so important. First thing is support. It's having some kind of support community. God led me to my amazing, amazing, dead sexy partner, uh, Kirsty, And Kirsty has been like her support and wisdom and experience, just like God gave me this angel to support me, you know, in the way that I need to be supported as a, as a man and as a, as a creator. And and I'm able to give her that reciprocate that same kind of energy back to her. And it's this very empowering, empowering, independent, but coexisting, you know, relationship. And without that for me, it would have been near impossible. Right. Uh, but as far as getting hard, the, the key has been, as far as has it been hard, the key for me has been, okay, well, cool. How do I take that bad habit and replace it with a good habit? And the first thing is community is finding some kind of support group in the beginning. Like I said, it was going to these meetings for the first two months all the time, a couple times a week, right? Just being around other people, constantly reinforcing. We call that the power of association. You guys, this is just basic shit 101 even even in the all-time number one personal development or personal growth book think and grow rich one of the biggest principles if not the most uh, important principle of the entire book is the mastermind principle which says that one or, or two or more minds that collectively have the their mind focused on what achieving the same goal will you know create an equal or more powerful mind on the outside to help them achieve that and so the power of association becomes everything. Who you hang out with and surround yourself with is who you become. And it's vitally important. And so if you want to be a happy couple, you should hang out with happy couples. If you want to learn how to make a million dollars, you should hang out with people who have made millions of dollars. If you want to get sober, you should hang out with other people who are committed to being sober. Now, some people can just jump right in to going to bars and doing the things. And I was able to do that. Some people cannot have any of that. Okay. Some people literally cannot have 
they cannot even look at anything because it's such a tempting thing. For me, it's not like that. Alcohol was not the trigger. I mean, it was not like uh, I was not triggered to like, oh, I need to drink alcohol. I was just looking for reasons to do coke. And so for me, I've been able to go to a bar. I've been able to be a bartender. I've been able to to uh, make sober cocktails. At the bar I work at, I've gotten an NA beer. Shout out to uh, Athletic Brewing. If you guys are getting sober or you guys are doing a dry month or anything like this and you want to try an actual excellent, excellent beer, it's a craft beer company. It's called Athletic Brewing. They make all kinds of yummy, delicious craft beers. I'm not affiliated with them. I just love their shit. Uh, I got them to order uh, Athletic Brewing and it's actually outselling a a lot of regular ass domestic beers, which blows my mind. I've also been able to uh, get a sober cocktail on the menu, which which is made with a whiskey alternative. It's an NA whiskey. Uh, it's a delicious drink. And I'm off topic a little bit, but the point of it is what it is. Like, what is the problem? What is the root cause of the pain? Because what addiction really is is distraction. We're addicted to being. Cut out there for a second. We're addicted to being distracted from our pain because in today's society, we're, we're so constantly instant gratification with, with uh, videos and, and ads and all this and that become better. And we're addicted to learning. We're addicted to feeling good. The instant dopamine hit that we get from our phone 24-7, but then our adrenals are taxed and we live this perpetual nightmare over and over and over and nobody thinks, oh, how the fuck do I get out of it? Well, the way to get out of it is to simply just take a look at your life and figure out, okay, well, where's the bottleneck? What is the thing that's limiting me the most from actually doing a thing? Okay, well, if I look at my life, I go, well, drinking is limiting me because then I use a bunch of Coke and then I go through this vicious cycle where I th- have to recover the next day and I'm constantly thinking it's not, nothing's ever going to work out and I'm the worst and then I take a couple days to recover and then I, I hit the peak and I get a big sale and then I go back and I use it again and it's all over, right? And so I could clearly look at my life and, and that's the limiter. Now, once you remove the limiter, you start peeling back the layers of the onion and you start getting to the bottom of what it is. Just ask why. If you want, if you need help fixing your life, just ask yourself why. Ask yourself why. Every time you get an answer, ask, well, why this? Well, why, why, why? Well, why do you use cocaine, Marshall? Well, because it's the only time that I feel like I can just fucking shut out all the noise. Well, why do you feel like it's the only time that you can shut out all the noise? Because like it's the rest of my life is so chaotic and it's up and down. Well, why is your life chaotic? Like you see what I'm saying? Just why, why, why? Keep asking yourself that question. And if you guys continue to focus on removing the things that limit you, removing the things that are toxic and replacing those habits with good habits like working out or reading a book or volunteering or there's so many copious amounts of things to get out and do, to learn, to grow, to start to to replace these bad habits, right? Which for me was drinking. That's the reason I got sober. That's the reason that I've been able to do this because I've been focused on the outcome of who I want to become. My kids, my boys deserve the type of man to, to, to show up as his best, to give them the best context, to give them the best example, the best template, the best format to learn from, to understand that everything in life is a choice. I'm not saying that drinking is good or bad. Nothing is inherently good or bad. It's how we use it. And so understanding all of this and being able to heal, man, like getting sober has been hard because you have to sit in the pain and it hurts. But healing is not the avoidance of pain. You might want to write this down. Healing is your capacity to tolerate the pain. Tolerate the pain. How long can you sit in it? The longer you can sit in it without flinching, the faster it heals. 
that's the whole thing. The dawn before the dark before the, the dawn, you know, it's darkest before the dawn, right? Like all of these things, it's, um, you have to go through the darkness to get to the light. And I'm incredibly proud of myself for the first time in my life. Like, and this, I don't know, this might not be a big deal to you guys, but for the first time in my life, this is crazy for me at 37. I'm like, I'm fucking proud of who I'm like, damn, Marshall is a cool ass dude. Like that dude is fucking cool, man. Like if I knew him, I would want to be fucking friends. I'm like, that dude's legit. Right. And I've, I'm like, I'm thankful for that. Cause I've worked very fucking hard and I've sacrificed everything I have without being sure if it was all going to work out. I took a step back. I, I, I had the public disgrace, all of the things, lost all of my money, lost everything, my whole network. Right. But I was betting on myself like I always have been. And so I am proud at day 365 to say that I've been able to, to give up cocaine, give up drinking, that I'm a great man for my partner, Kirsty, which doesn't mean I'm perfect or that I always get it right or that everything's always hunky-dory. We were just screaming at each other yesterday. We came back and made up and loved on each other and she's my everything. And it's, you know, but that, that is the dynamic of life, right? It's a commitment, not, not riding the waves of emotion all of the time. And so for me, I am proud of the 365 days. I am proud of the man I am. I'm proud of the man I'm becoming. And I'm proud of all of you. I, no matter where you're at right now, if anything, I am proof that any dummy can continue to get it right, continue to get better and continue to feel better, to find, can, to find a purpose in life, to make a deeper connection with life and to wake up every day with something to actually do, to provide, right? And so... My sobriety has been the greatest gift I've ever been able to give to myself. If you're thinking about getting sober, man, give it a shot, dude. Like, who knows? But um, let me know below, you guys. Or uh, reach out and uh, tag me in the podcast. You know, let me know. What do you guys think? Uh, are you getting sober? Have you thought about getting sober? And if you are sober, what has your experience been like? I would love to share it with our audience, you guys. If you're not subscribed to the show yet, make sure you guys are subscribed here either on Facebook or YouTube. If you guys are listening on the podcast, make sure you smash that uh, subscribe button on either Spotify or Apple I or Apple Podcasts. It's been awesome, guys. I'm going to keep doing these regularly, and uh, I'm going to keep sharing my knowledge. I'm ready to uh, serve you guys. So anything I can do on the way of raising a family, building this multi-million dollar business, continuing to be sober, being healthy, uh, I'm on a journey to become a professional athlete. Uh, I just hired a coach for uh, a nice figure. Uh, he's a former NFL athlete, uh, former NFL football player, uh, and a current uh, pro power lifter. So he's a professional. He's done all the things. I went out. I hired the best. I want to learn the best. And you're boys on a journey to actually become a professional athlete. So anyways, join me, follow the Marshall Gillen show. You guys, I love you. Uh, if I've ever wronged you or pissed you off in the past, I'm sorry. Reach out. Let's reconcile it.